Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where the where from baby shower gifts for new parents to bedtime read-alouds all year long. This adorable podcast is perfect for anyone you love very much. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yep. I don't know if people realize it, but that's not actually our own intro. That's not our own intro. Yeah. You might think, wow, that just sounds totally like a normal thing that Molly would say. <laughs> but in fact... It's based on the promo copy for I Love You Like No Otter, no a otter. funny and sweet Valentine's Day board book for babies and toddlers. Because we have moved on from terms of service to the very obvious next step in bastardized about statements, <laughs> board books board for books. babies. Yeah. I mean, you all, you all saw this coming. So. I love you like no otter. You truly are the best. Per- my special little squeak heart. Oh my God. A squeak step heart. above the rest. Wow. This is why you come here week after week for the show. I mean, I hope, I hope, I hope this has not driven you away. I hope it's not the I'm only thing because then they'll stop and time. we've got other great stuff to tell them about. Just having a blast. Yeah. Anyway, now you know what to get uh, for Valentine's Day for your toddler. Because yeah. apparently we also do that now. So get that for your toddler and then perhaps a watch choker for the other people in your life. I just love, by the way, all of the, the ways to come at the or thing. The or thing that is not even a thing. It's just the universe that is Taylor Swift. Exactly. But there are there are tendrils. Yeah. Uh, it's like the ether. Taylor Swift permeates everything. Yep. And yet, you know, if you if you observe it at the right uh, angle, you can detect it. Yes, and um, you can detect detect things coming off of it. Yeah. So uh, at the Grammys, uh, Taylor Swift wore what is normally a watch you would wear around your wrist around her neck, uh, presumably by taking the watch off of the normal band and putting it on a choker somehow, and then putting it around her neck. And everybody wrote about it and. Now predicts, this is a predict thing, not a a thing thing, that people will start wearing watch chokers, which I think is a pretty good bet. I mean, it's pretty awesome. And it has the additional benefit of hearkening back to the 90s Mm -hmm. because everything must right now. All things 90s are totally in. And so it's got – so chokers of all sorts. Remember the bone choker from the like – I guess that was sort of early 2000s, but – Probably originated the bone in the 90s. Choker? But yeah. yeah, it was like it looked like a, a string of three kind of oh, bone like things with yeah. beads in between. Yeah, I do remember that now. A little wow. bit Puka Shell mm-hmm. looking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh I like the watch choker. It looks super good. It was custom for her, to be clear, so we don't yeah. know, you know, it's gonna take a while for this to show up on Timu. Like um I'm gonna say three, like, two, like one. there it's by there. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like about now. Seems right. About yeah. now. Someone else can just peek at your neck and see what time it is. Yeah. Um, the best part about this is on the Variety article that I marked for this. This was not there when I marked this, by the way, is an ad 
for an Etsy shop selling vintage watch chokers. <laughs> oh my god, I see it too. Now granted, they're vintage because they look old, not because they haven't been handmade by the Etsy shop maker themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm assuming the watch itself is vintage, and then that's that what makes was sense. Made into okay, the, yeah, no, you're right. The watch, I guess, yeah, the watch could be vintage. I could see that. Oh, but this has like a whole extra steampunk chic to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm here for watch choker. Wow, dude, I think you're right. Watch choker. This is going to be a thing. This is probably where we should also just put a pin in uh, our awareness of the Tracy Chapman thing. It's. The thingiest thing that ever thinked. Tracy the Tracy Chapman, Chapman thing? Coming from out of the, the Grammys? Grammys. Yeah. yeah. What's the oh, thing? Yeah. Just that she now is a thing. Oh, oh I see. I see. Yeah. Like it, her surprise duet now has made everyone remember that she wrote that song. <laughs> and it is wonderful. And yeah. there's this like outpouring. And she's cool. And, yeah. But it's about to turn. Like as we are speaking, we're at the point where I thought to myself today, because I, I, I am with all of the people who said, oh, my God, watching her perform that song with Luke Combs, who did the remake, uh, who – you know, kept every lyric the same so that she could get the songwriting credit for it. Like it's a really lovely yeah. story. And he was clearly so thrilled to be on stage. And it was a really great coming together of unexpected audiences. Like everything about it was freaking perfect. And now the internet is about to ruin it by writing pieces that are like, where has Tracy Chapman been? Here's what we know about Tracy Chapman. Da 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 da. da. And it's just, it's like, that's the that's the difference between cultural moment and thing and then thing that you wish had not happened. <laughs> Do you think Tracy Chapman leaked the Drake nude then to like divert attention away from it? Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. Cause she doesn't like attention like that. Yeah. She's like, Oh look, Drake's naked. <laughs> Bye. And then she scampered back. I got scampered a fast back. car. I'm out of here. <laughs> into the woodwork. Scampered back yep. into the woodwork. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, amazing. And, and you know what? Since we're talking about the Grammys, Joni Mitchell. Wow. Oh my God. I had a period in my life where I just loved listening to Joni Mitchell and it was like Joni Mitchell cassette tapes that had been put out in the nineties, Joni Mitchell, like not even the classic stuff. Uh, and so seeing her do that, like just on 17 different levels, impressive. Magical. I, um, at this exact moment, just by coincidence, am wearing my, um, sweatshirt from the Brandy Carlisle Hollywood Bowl show ah, uh-huh. where she was, it was Brandy Carlisle and friends. So it was uh-huh. the final show of her tour. And she, her friends were all those people who were on stage with Joni Mitchell, including Joni herself. So she uh-huh. brought out Joni Mitchell and yeah. Lennox, Wendy and Lisa, uh, the, the, there was that other one, Allison Russell, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. but so, so, I'm feeling like, oh my God, yes, I was totally there for that. And it was amazing. But also I am now realizing, cause I have been joking since Sunday that that Grammys was the most like Gen, if you were Gen X, especially if you were a Gen X white lady, you've never had a better night watching the <laughs> award show. It was pretty old. Like, let's it, not lie. Yeah. It does kind of cement the like thingness of Gen X in general too. It's sort of like all that stuff. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, anyway. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. No, it that, was that's that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, Grammys being good, kind of a thing this week. I mean, unless you're young. <laughs> yeah, believe me, my kid was like, okay, like what? Sure. Really, Dua Lipa is all we get. Oh, yeah. okay, we got Burn Up Boy. I guess that's kind of cool. <laughs> exactly. They were like, whatever. Uh, yeah. So yes, uh, watch Choker. Uh, let's see if she wears it to the Super Bowl when she flies there straight from Tokyo to be proposed to. Exactly. 
And I, uh, I have a quote that I think is apropos to how we should be, res- how we responded to the Grammys and how we should be thinking about, you know, mm. Taylor Swift and whatever. Okay. Whatever, whatever lifts the corners of your mouth, trust that. <laughs> trust that. That's a quote by the 13th century poet Rumi. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> No, who Rumi, is a thing? Rumi's back. <laughs> oh Don't call it a comeback. Rumi's been on your bookshelf store for years. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. You've been seeing Rumi quotes since twelve hundred and seven. <laughs> okay, probably not twelve hundred and seven because that's but whatever. Yeah, it was thirteenth century, so yeah, twelve fifty. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I don't. I I cannot quantify this i mean rumi has been a thing rumi you know per the bbc in 2014 was the best-selling poet in the united states like americans love rumi the world loves rumi uh it's i guess because of the pithy kind of instagram-esque quotes but like dude everywhere i look it's like Live, laugh, love, and also love is the bridge between you and everything. Uh-huh. Dash Rumi. Yeah. I'm seeing Rumi on dating apps. I want to explain my reaction to Rumi because I actually think Rumi's awesome, and I think the quotes are like very Zen Koan like in uh, wisdom. Wonderful. It is some of the people who loved Rumi who came into Half Price Books in Austin, Texas, in the nineties <laughs> that make me go, oh no. <laughs> I get it. You have been there. You have been in the roomy trenches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I fought in the roomy wars. <laughs> you fought in the roomy war. Oh my God. Tell us more uh, about was, the roomy people. You could kind of tell us, see them coming uh, because they wore very flowy things, generally tie dyed. Uh, and then they would also ask for this other uh, philosopher, that I had a, it had a yellow book cover and I'm blanking on the name, but it was like you were going to get uh, Rumi and that person, uh, and they were very clearly sure you didn't know what they were talking about <laughs> because they would huh? they would tell you at length when all they needed to say is where are where do you keep the Rumi books? Right. They would start not with where do you keep the Rumi books, but. Um, so I'm looking for a poet named Rumi. It's an Afghani uh, writer from the Middle Ages, but Islamic and writes poetry. And they're beautiful. They're brilliant quotes and inspiring. <laughs> and I'm like trying to be like, it, it's in the religion and philo- it's, it's in the, oh, seven. It's just right over there. Tom, run from what's comfortable. Forget safety. Live where you fear to live. Destroy your reputation. Be notorious. I have tried prudent planning long enough. From now on, I'll be mad. Dash Rumi. I mean, I actually like a lot of these. I I, I like a lot of these. Yeah. It's wonderful. And just happens to fit perfectly over your Instagram image. I think is probably why we're why we're back Rumi might look at this and go like hey can you read these in context more (laughs) right instead of just clipping them out like yeah do you have to put them (laughs) actually uh Icor in the discord points out he really did write live laugh love here's the (gasps) quote laugh as much as you breathe love as long as you live I think there's a non-zero chance that's the origin story for live laugh love 
I I think we may have discovered the root source. You're right. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this show has everything. If everything. we just sit, be still, and listen. <laughs> dash roomy. Uh, My favorite part is just how everything has dash roomy after it. It's just so dash <laughs> roomy. Dash roomy. What's the other? Stand, there's a there's another um, there's another poet that's not it's not so similar the the poet themselves is not similar to Rumi, mm. but it was in that same like are you can you you know like that same Infinitely vibe portable. of like I'm cool because I like this poet <laughs> and I can't um, remember anything today but yeah I'm looking yeah infinitely quotable poets like Rumi. <laughs> <laughs> And I think this one that I'm thinking of was more of a romance. Is poet. it? Mm, I don't know. But remember, there was somebody who wrote a book called The Golden Ring or something. Now I'm like, now I'm down all these kind of the same rabbit hole. Yeah. I'm just getting um, other Middle Eastern poets, which is probably not the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, I bet ChatGPT would know, but you know. Technically, we're in the middle of a podcast. Anyway, uh, like we said, been a thing since the 13th century. Yeah. Turns out the Instagram age was made for a Rumi resurgence. And Good I for maintain Rumi. Yeah. Rumi's back. Uh, well, it, keeping in the theme of uh, artistic stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. John Cage's 639-year-long organ piece changed its chord this week. What? (laughs) (laughs) From the obscure to the super-duper obscure. Uh, This is a thing that it's like, oh, that's a thing that exists, not it's a thing that's trendy, right? I want it to be. Yeah, this is one of those things like there's a 639-year-old organ piece being played in Germany. That's a thing? Yes, that is a thing. It was started in 2001. It's called As Slow As Possible, uh, composed by John Cage and being played on a specially built organ, not set to finish playing until the year 2640. Uh, And because everyone knew a chord change was coming, a, ga- a crowd gathered to witness the change. <laughs> How much of a crowd? Uh, crowds gathered. That's all there it says. There are people. Yeah. I know. Yeah. His most famous piece, four minutes and 33 seconds, is designed mm-hmm. to be played by any combination of instruments, but musicians are instructed not to play them. Yes. Instead, listeners hear the sound of their surrounding environment during the four minutes and 33 seconds the work lasts. That is so roomy. The, uh, <laughs> I, I, it fit right in, right? Uh, the last time the chord changed was two years ago, February 5th, 2022. And the next oh one God. is coming August 5th, 2026. That's about when uh, Apple will put out a foldable. I like this. It sort of roughly corresponds to like eclipses. Yes. I got it. I got your foldable joke. That's funny. Thank you. <laughs> I um, think that I think we can make this a thing, which I now want to, by somehow tying it to celestial movements or mm, you know like what mm-hmm. like did was there a, a key change and because personally 
I love a chord change or a key change. Like yeah. This, that's like my favorite thing. No, I could see this becoming, uh, hey, uh, what are you doing for chord change day? Chord change right, day? Like, oh, yeah. And, and just some, you know, he like. ASLSP has got a chord change coming uh, August 6th. And there's you an eclipse. Did, <laughs> and there's did an you eclipse. know he somehow, he somehow timed it with the, you know, motion of the universe? Wow. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. I like it. I like it when Tom pulls a what the out of thin air. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan. It's been a while. It's been a while since you went like mo- not Mongolian metal because that really did become yeah, a thing. But- and again, this is not me saying everybody's going to be talking about John Cage. It's more more of the sense of like, that's a thing. Like, Love yep, it. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. So that when you hear about it, you'll be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I a heard thing. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we <laughs> briefly... I course says I play the song at two X on Spotify, <laughs> so it only nice. takes three hundred thirty years. <laughs> well played, bravo, bravo, golf clap for that, yeah, yeah. bravo, bravo. <laughs> we okay. I know uh, my final thing for today. We skipped past this somewhat quickly in the bullpen episode. Mm. We determined, but um, we got to come back to it because I have now had like ninety one hundred people be like. You got to talk about kava bars. <laughs> and again, as I think I may have said on the bullpit version, not kava C-A-V-A, the right. champagne-like bubbly wine. This right. is K-A-V-A, right? K-A-V-A, exactly. And I kept hearing it as kava bars, and I was like, oh, I went to a really fun one in Barcelona once. Yeah, right. These cheap sandwiches, and then you walk down to the beach with a bottle of kava. No, not that. Um, apparently, there is a beverage called kava, K-A-V-A, and it is a social drink. It's a sort of, I would say that it's like the beverage version of hookah and that these bars have that vibe. Like you go to a kava bar and you have this beverage that, that makes you feel calm and reduces anxiety. And these bars have like gotten super popular. Uh, positive effects of kava to their patrons and the kava community is, uh, the community is then known to cheer the Fijian catch-all phrase, bula. When they share drinks, so then it makes it more fun because you get to like be not anxious sure. and yell at each other. Yep. Research suggests that frequent use doesn't impair cognitive function, and That's you good. can just kind of—it's a plant from Southeast Asia. They make tea out of it, and so you can get tea or like mixed beverages. And these bars are popping up everywhere. Kava like has a reverse tolerance, so if you're new to oh. kava, uh, let us know, says CosmicAvenApples.com. Uh, I guess that that means you won't feel an effect the first time. Like the more you use it, the more effect you feel. Oh, well, that's uh, that's um, <laughs> convenient. Um, Oakland evidently has two. We've got Root Water and Mellow Mellow. Get it? Mellow Mellow Kava Bar. Yeah. And so these, says, these are a South Bula. Pacific tuber or root. That, that they make the kava out of. I mean... Like Fiji I'm, is apparently a place where they source this. Yeah. Mellow, mellow. Space bar, thing. kava, and coffee we have. Oh, we had one near me, but it closed. Permanently closed. Oh, whoops. Hmm. Oh, and then there's Cavanabus. <laughs> which uh, is, of course. Which is a, uh, a pot store and kava bar. See, now that's culture. not a surprise. Yeah. It's a thing. In fact, oh, look, Mello Mello. In Hollywood. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Mello Mello has stores. Uh, uh, they're opening soon in Los Angeles, opening soon in Berkeley, and they currently have a store in Oakland and Santa Cruz. 
Nice. Kaba knowledge. This yeah. is a good one. This is a this good is a, one to, yeah. just feels like it's, because there's just this kind of, I don't know, it goes with weed bars and whatever, but, yeah. but it's, but it's interesting that despite legalization in so many places, like marijuana still, probably because those places get robbed all the time, unfortunately, dispensaries, still they don't, they're not like cafes in Amsterdam. Sure. So this is more of a hookah yeah, yeah. kind of, you know, go get like slightly chill. So coffee bar. This is a great thing. one for people to know because even if they're if they have these in your your area or not, you're either going to be in your area or going to be traveling somewhere and you would never have looked twice at this. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to see that KAVA and you're going to be like, "Wait, that's one of those kava bars Molly was telling me about." Oh, it's from Vanuatu. Interesting. Fiji and Vanuatu. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Bula, and then you will be like, "Oh, I yelled bula, or is it bambuklat? I can't remember because that's <laughs> you'll yell bambuklat. I can't remember if it's bula." <laughs> and that's what you're here for, friends. <laughs> hey, uh, we are here for your things, which you very generously email to us at feedback at it's a thing dot me. Kristen wrote in with a rebrand thing. Greetings from Toronto, Canada. Long-time listener, first time writing in. I love that. I wanted to tell you about the thing that is butter beans. I noticed a lot of vegan and vegetarian recipes recently on my feed for butter beans, which I had never heard of, but sound delicious. I looked them up, and it seems the lima bean lobby has been busy rebranding them. Uh, I wasn't sure this was really a thing until today. I went to a bulk food store with a bin of dried lima beans. Sorry, dried butter beans was empty, but all the other lentils and legumes were still full. Butter beans are a thing. That's amazing. I have seen butter beans re- mentioned in recipes and did not know they were lima beans. Well done. If That's I ever knew one. it, I forgot it. But I know I know butter beans. Butter beans have been around since I was a kid because we used to have them in the in the uh, pantry. Mm. I bet they were lima beans the whole time. I, bet. I had but no now idea. They've, like they've popularized the rebrand. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Smart because like chick- it- chickpeas and garbanzo beans. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Very similar. Except butter beans sounds way better than lima beans. It, well, I, I assume that's why. And lima beans are just in that kind of like Brussels sprouts categories. Yeah. And my kids hate that. So butter bean sounds delicious. But also incredibly deceptive because there is no butter unless you add it. Right. And if you're vegan, you're not going to. No. Well, you might add vegan butter, I guess. But yeah. That's true. Mm. Vegan butter, not terrible. It's all just oil. Yeah. Add, anyway. it, to, add it to your lima beans. <laughs> add it to your lima beans. Dare you. Add that oil. <laughs> coagulated oil to your lima beans yeah. and enjoy enjoy russell wrote in with more sticker graffiti i mean this is a thing this has staying power hi molly tom and rich on a re- recent episode you were talking about sticker graffiti looks like it is alive and well in new york city photo attached saw this in central park today thanks so much for all the fun things you bring you know kids these days too lazy to pull out the old spray can just slap a sticker slapping stickers <laughs> I just we just did that. I was in Tahoe with my friend, and we put some we put everybody put on a little sticker on a hey. box. Oh, I did some graffiti. You're so rebel. You're so punk. I know. I was scared. I was like, we're gonna get in trouble. All right. Um, I I, I want to address this. This next one's very serious, and I want to address it directly. Sandra from Kirkland on spray candy. Hi, Molly, Rich, and Tom. This is mostly for Tom, and more of a PSA than a thing. I was equal parts delighted. And horrified by your spray candy discovery. So is Tom. (laughs) I know you are health conscious, so 
Might I suggest an alternative? I discovered this from Insta influencer Trader Joe's list. Also a thing in our house. We call it It's a Thing Trader Joe's edition. Propolis throat spray from B&U. It's got honey and propolis, this healing stuff bees produce in their hives. It's a little sweet and a little sour, like you described the spray candy. And maybe better for you, try not to OD on the spray candy. No. <laughs> we were already, we're already milkshaking the spray candy. It's been out there in the world for one week. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra, for your concern. And for the recommendation, uh, I, if I run across this, I'll, I'll probably give it a try. But I, I did send Sandra a note to be like, just so you know, like this spray candy has been in the house for weeks. Uh, there's not much in it. So I'm, I, I am likely not going to ever buy it again either. Uh, but it is nice to know that there's an alternative. So thank you, Sandra. I do really, really. That is wonderful. And I appreciate the concern for Tom's health and all of our health. And also, come on. People out here drinking like big gulps the size of Hugo cars. Let the man spray his candy. Saray says you can't invoke bees to imply health. (laughs) Yeah, you'll get that if you have a cold. <laughs> but when you want a little sugar hit, a little spritz, spritz, yeah, spritz, spritz. I st- spritz, spritz. that thing is still that spray candy is still half full. Like I know on the show, I was making a bit out of like continually picking it up, but uh, it's it's probably going to last all year if I'm if I'm honest. I love it. Uh, Jody in Minneapolis has some things. Hello, Molly, Richard, Tom. I hope this is very formal. I hope this email finds you well. Mocking this greeting has been a thing for a long time. <laughs> yes, it has. Big fan. My two real thing checks. Perms for young men, including teenagers. A friend told me her hairstylist said it's very popular. Fascinating. Hmm. And then uh, two, using tahini in new ways. You mentioned it as part of a shake recently, and I've made several batches of blondies with tahini. (gasps) I'm making that tonight. A search reveals that there are many uses for this magical ingredient beyond baba ganoush and hummus. Uh Uh-huh. We were we were going through tahini. What were we using it in? I think it was in shakes, like smoothies. We were using tahini quite a bit for yeah. a while. Yeah, I think that's what she is is um, bouncing off there. But yeah, yeah. tahini blondies. I'm looking up right now. Oh my goodness! Super Bowl saved. Well done, thank you, Jody. Uh, that's a and- good. That's a good spot, by the way, because I bet it's like a big paleo thing. I've definitely seen some K-pop stars do the perm thing, so I will keep mm-hmm. an eye out for the teenagers in my neighborhood. See if I notice it there, too. I have a topic coming next week that may address some of the perm thing. Uh-huh. Teasing ahead. Oh, look at that. Oh. Now look how professional. We're getting so evening news. Um <laughs> I don't know why I said evening news, actually. They don't tease ahead that far. <laughs> they, they te- coming up after the break. After the break, yeah. sports. Uh, coming up after the break, Jose has a word of warning about student driver stickers. That actually oh, wow. would be a really good uh, uh, local news. That's excellent. Yeah, except we're not going to take a break. Instead, we're going to tell you what Jose's word of warning is. From the Department of Florida Makes Everything Worse, my best friend is an insurance fraud adjuster, and when I brought said sticker for my 16-year-old, he immediately made me remove it. That sticker is a giant beacon for gangs of insurance fraud roaming around here in Florida. We see student driver be kind, they see student driver easy target. So sage advice from an insurance fraud lead investigator, remove the stickers and buy a dash cam back and forward. Save your teen from having their record messed with by a fraudster 
and he or she's said claim. Trust me, they never believe the kids, especially those self-labeled by a beautiful reflective sticker. Uh, well, okay, wait. So, so, so you see somebody with that sticker and you hit them on purpose and then you say it was their fault. And then the courts, yeah. of course, believe I'm sure you, you do it in a way you do it. In a, you, you do it in a way <laughs> that is like, like if you can get them to rear end you, which right. you can do, of but course. you almost never, you almost never are, are liable if you get rear ended. Right. Mm-hmm. So with us, if you see a student driver, you could do something from in front, like break really fast. And then they'll be like, wow, you sure you were following too close or whatever, you know? Yeah. I don't know if that's, that's the one necessarily, but I, I can imagine scenarios like that where they absolutely fraudsters know what they're doing and, and figure out how to, how to cause an accident that looks like it's the teenager's fault. You have admitted that they were inexperienced by putting the sign. And so the court is going to take that into account. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Thank you for that. Dash yeah. cam it is. Everything is cool until it's not. That really was local news. I didn't even intend that. I, I didn't that even was match amazing. that up. But that was perfectly local news. Thank you, Jose. Absolutely incredible. Uh, new shout out patron, Pepe Kevin Dunn. Welcome. welcome. Wrote in to let us know, I'm in East Tennessee and all I hear is welcome to the name of the store. Oh, okay. So yeah. welcome to Sephora. Welcome to mm. Dick Sporting Goods. Okay. I don't know. I'm just, I apologize. I don't know why. I, I on the other that. hand, left It's a Thing <laughs> yeah. to go to the pet <laughs> store and immediately had someone say, welcome in. <laughs> as a, And I texted Molly and Rich. like, it's been 30 minutes. He's like, they confirmed 30 minutes literally as soon as I left the house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So maybe it's regional. Love it. Possibly love regional. It, it. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Kevy, Lee Price, and David for sending us the Creed Super Bowl ad uh, received within nine minutes of each other. So they must have all seen it about the same time. Uh, yeah. And then, and we've got a YouTube link we'll throw in the show notes as well. But yeah, Creed uh, didn't need confirming, but you know, well, why not? Let's confirm it anyway, right? Holy cow. Yeah. Now we know it's still going. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, this is the greatest. This is the greatest like one year period of my old life. I'm so grateful. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the shout outs. Uh, we give shout outs to anyone who backs us at our top level, whether it be a month or the entire run of the show. Uh, we appreciate that support. And Rich Straffolino handcrafts these shout outs for you. No, 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 just read the list of names here. No, 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 no. no. Rich puts thought into it. No AI generated. Mm-mm. No chance. He well, except for the one it. time that we did that. That's AI true. Generated. But only one time. But that time was on purpose. That was a bit. Now, told you. It was yeah. a bit. Yeah. And you know this is not that because this is from the paper Exploring Public Opinion on Responsible AI Through the Lens of Cultural Consensus Theory published in the Proceedings of the 57th <laughs> Hawaii International <laughs> Conference on System Sciences. <laughs> of course. So. So you know it's going to be good. I'm putting some leather patches on my elbows and I'm ready to go. <laughs> I've got my pipe. <laughs> As the societal implications of Brian John Ficaro, BG, continue to grow, the pursuit of responsible Louis Saint Amour necessitates Joe Hood engagement in its development and governance processes. This involvement is crucial for capturing Lee Price's perspective and promoting equitable Benjamin Forests and outcomes. We applied Pepe Kevin Dunn consensus theory 
P-KDCT, to a nationally representative survey dataset on various aspects of James C. Smith to discern beliefs and attitudes about responsible Kevin Sill in A.J. Venturella. Our AB puppy offers valuable Eric Duncans by identifying shared and contrasting views on responsible Valor trucks. Furthermore, this Morris Jones serves as a critical reference point for Gabriel Cohen and Laura Abel, enabling them to more effectively consider individual variances and group-level Jake Woods' perspectives when making significant decisions and addressing Mike Aiken's concerns. I mean, I think we can all agree that it is important to consistently uh, and seriously address Mike Aiken's concerns. I agree. I agree. Uh, Mike Aiken supports almost everything we do. (laughs) So I agree. (laughs) That is actually true. If Mike Aiken has a concern, we are paying attention, attention, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. And thanks again to everybody who supports us at the shout out level or any level. And again, welcome Pepe Kevin Dunn, our newest shout out member. Patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can join your fellow patrons. You will also uh, get to join the rest of the fans in the discord and chat along live when we record. Plus you get an ad free RSS feed. Indeed. You can also support the show by buying some things through our affiliate links. Look for them in the show notes or at our shopping page at it's a thing.me slash shop and email us, email us your things. Keep them coming. Feedback at it's a thing.me. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.